Alright, Sadi and welcome to another episode of the Funky Pot and it's wrestling time. I used to call it wrestling Wednesday. I have to find a better name because we clearly cannot do it only on Wednesdays anymore. Wrestling wonder time stu stupendous the stupendous wrestling podcast. Welcome to the stupendous wrestling podcast. Why am I saying stupendous? You probably know that because during the Royal Rumble and all the time when WWE announces WrestleMania, say it's the most stupendous event ever. And I actually Google the definition of stupendous, which means like super mega awesome and so on. But for non-native speakers, I'm not sure how it is for native speakers, but for non-native English speakers, and there are a few across the world, I believe, for non-native English speakers, stupendous sounds a lot like stupid. Like, it sounds like a super mega stupid. If if I wouldn't know what stupendous means and you say stupendous, I think that's the exaggeration exaggeration of stupid as a non-native English speaker. Just saying. So, stupendous WrestleMania sounds to me like super stupid, which, to be fair, might actually be true in the end. But, hey, who are we to judge? Who am I to judge as a non-native English speaker? Um, and who am I to judge as a non-professional wrestler? I'm just here to talk about the stories that happen um, in wrestling events and that come out of the wrestling that we're watching. And well, there's been lots of wrestling to watch these past few days, of course. And the main thing that we have to talk about, of course, the main event, um, the main event of all the wrestling of this past week, of course, is the Royal Rumble. And there's been like quite a few, um, a few intriguing moments, I believe. Uh, one of which was, of course, the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, which actually, from a story point of view, was like facing off two bad guys, two heels facing off against each other, right? Um, now, who can out-heal the other? And, of course, Seth Rollins in the head of Roman Reigns quite often. They just think back to the WrestleMania when he cashed in the money in the bank on him. And now he was in his head. And then the last promo before the Royal Rumble, um, Roman Reigns said, I can forgive you for whatever you did, but I can never forgive you for breaking up the shield and what you did back then. And Seth Rollins now at the Royal Rumble event comes in with the shield gear on, the shield theme music and walks through the crowd. WWE, so you can do storytelling. Why don't you do it more often? This was fantastic. It was perfect. Even me, as someone who's not that high on WWE as of late, I thought this was fantastic. The match also was really good from a story point of view, not just the action, but from a story point of view. Seth Rollins in Roman Reigns' head, first always a step faster. He knows what, what, what Roman Reigns is doing and so on. He counters the moves. And even in between, when Roman Reigns goes for a spear, Seth Rollins counters the spear with a pedigree of all moves, of course. Like, fantastic storytelling right there. So, you can do it. They can do it. WWE can do it if they want to. So, this was this was fantastic. And in the end, you probably all know how it ended, right? So, in the end, then eventually, Roman Reigns sinks in the guillotine. Um, Seth Rollins makes it to the rope, touches the rope after the ref puts his arm on the rope. Uh, but Roman Reigns refuses to let go. And... From a story point of view, and of course it's to protect them so that no one has to really win or lose. But from a story point of view, the fact that, Ro that Seth Rollins is so into Roman Reigns' head and he effed up everything that Roman believed in, believed that, 
smooth, right? Um, so that he doesn't let go once he has hold of him somehow also makes sense. I'm not a big, big fan of like DQ finishes, of course, I assume most of you aren't either, but here it kind of makes sense. And then eventually when, when he lets go, he just takes a chair and just goes to town on Seth Rollins because he's just so pissed. And the crowd, of course, also booing him because he's still a bad guy. And she's like, why are you booing me? He deserves it. And then he just goes to even more. Great storytelling. Well done, WWE. I can't believe I'm saying this. Well done. Like, really well done. Like, well, the most annoying thing was uh, Michael Cole commentary. Otherwise, it was really, really well done. I liked it a lot. Also, like, yeah, in between, I forgot the shield bomb. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a power bomb, right? But it's like, like the shield on the shoulders and... Phew, and says also the shield bomb, like Michael Cole, oh my God, it's a shield bomb. Uh, with a shield bomb to Roman Reigns through the announce table. Just awesome storytelling, throwbacks and so on. Fantastic. Intertextuality is, is, is right there. Awesome. I like it. Uh, from a storytelling point of view, this was great. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, then we had the Women's Royal Rumble match. And I mean, I can't go through like everybody that just jumped in there, but... Um, a few throwbacks, of course, a few older performers, also cute. Um, the Sonya Deville angle was quite nice that she stayed outside for a while and then, of course, el eliminated um, Naomi's friend, I forgot her name, Cameron. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then, of course, also led to Naomi um, being eliminated. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that makes sense from a storytelling point of view. But then, of course, the big story was the return of Ronda Rousey. Kelly Kelly was also very nice to see again. Kelly Kelly, you. Um, but yeah, Ronda Rousey's return, of course, was was the angle um, that she then eventually facing off with, with Charlotte, of course, and eliminate Charlotte. And then... The funny thing here is, of course, that they always go with Ronda as being like a striking expert. <laughs> I mean, yeah, MA, she's got MA background, but... <laughs> She's not known to be a great striker. In fact, it was her downfall. And here she's just, just like Shane McMahon, like throwing those weird punches. And like she even threw a kick. I think she hasn't thrown a kick in her whole MMA career. And she threw a high kick. Awesome. Um, yeah, so the problem is, and I don't follow all the dirt sheets, um, but even I knew that Ronda Rousey was going to debut at the, or debut was going to come back to, in the Royal Rumble. So there was no surprise there. Other than that, also not too many surprises, unfortunately. And Ronda Rousey still isn't the greatest in the ring, not the greatest seller. So it was, I mean, the name value and stuff, yes, but still, eh. So mm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. And the story, of course, now Ronda Rousey going to WrestleMania, um, facing off with Becky, probably, because that's the match that people want to see, also according to Becky Lynch, who, of course, defended against Doudrop. And the match was better than I thought it would be. But like, I'm just not in the Doudrop character. And I know she's a great wrestler, um, but I'm just not in the, the Doudrop thing. I'm sorry. That's, that's like, again, like WWE, like, just let her have her indie gimmick back and be gonna be happy. But uh, this is just annoying. And so, yeah, sorry. But I'm all for big time backs, of course, doing her thing. And then this leading to a great match uh, at WrestleMania. So this would be... Fun, of course. Um, the WWE Championship then between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, better than I thought as well. Um, Bobby Lashley is often now surprising me in a positive way, which is fine. So the beginning was just like, okay, hurt lock, and then that's it. But 
he's got a few nice moves and like he can tell some stories now. Um, here and of course the ending was again the story where then Brock Lesnar was F5ing Lashley and then Lashley hit the referee on the way down or the ref is out so the cover doesn't can't be counted. Then Roman Reigns spears Brock Lesnar um, and then Lashley gets the cover and becomes champion once again. Um, which of course then led us to know what's going to happen in the Royal Men's Royal, Royal Rumble itself. Now that Brock is losing here, lost here. Um, and of course, that Paul Heyman against, again, betraying Brock Lesnar by handing the, the, the belt to Roman and Roman hitting Brock with the belt once again before Lashley can cover. That's an intriguing story. Weird story though. Like why, like why, why, why didn't he, why didn't Heyman interfere? When Rollins was facing over with Reigns, why didn't he help Reigns back then somehow? Or why did he wait until that moment? Because actually Lesnar had won if he wouldn't have hit the ref by, by chance. So there was nothing before. Weird. So now if you say we planned this, how do you plan it? Lashley hits the ref on the way down. Uh, weird, 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 weird. Um, intriguing a little bit to see like, cause I mean, it's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's going to find a way to explain that stuff. Um, but yeah, so intriguing story to see what's what happens then. Then we had Miss and Mar Miss uh, and Marais, 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 Marais versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, it's done. Let's move on. And I love Edge, of course, but let, and I love the Miss too, actually. But let's move on. Then the men saw a rumble match. Uh, yeah, so there were some fun moments, like when like Shane McMahon came out on like it's like number twenty-seven or whatever, like. Money, money, money was kind of fun. Um, oh, Bad, Bad Bunny was fun. Bad Bunny can better than any other celebrity, of course. So good on Bad Bunny for that. Um, has some nice moves also. Um, then, of course, gets eliminated by the surprise return of the surprise entrance of Brock Lesnar. And, of course, Brock eliminates just everybody. But this was just, this was just too obvious. No surprises. Nothing special. Kofi Kingston didn't do anything awesome. <laughs> Um, because it, 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 he just botched it. Um, and I mean, it's fun to have surprises or like a surprise, but Shane McMahon and Bad Bunny, like as the final four or whatever, that was just terrible, 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 terrible. I mean, of course it's going to be, it's, it's like understandably won Brock versus Lashley at WrestleMania, but there was another way to do this, wasn't there? Like, ah, the, uh, I'm not happy, not a happy camper. And that's the thing, like, it started nice, like the championship matches were good. Good to really good. And then they F it up with like the men's rumble. Like, ah, oh, that's annoying. Cause this should be like the fun part. Oh, and the story out of this, like, okay, Brock Lesnar versus Lashley is the story. That's the main story coming out of the Royal Rumble. We had this story before, nice. Nothing changed. Like the belt, the belt changed, but nothing else. Changed. Most intriguing. I mean, I'm, I'm by like, what's gonna, what's Paul Heyman gonna explain now? Like that's the ah, annoying, annoying, annoying. Okay, let's. Sorry, let's talk also about the other uh, wrestling stories that came out of um, AW. Of course, we had AW Dynamite Beach Break and also the Rampage Beach Break. Um, and yeah, that was fun. That was that was pretty fun. And we had the 
the TNT tile, Unification Ladder Match, which was amazing. One of the best ladder matches that I've seen in a while. Sammy Guevara um, versus Cody Rhodes. And he can hate on Cody as much as he wants, and I hate on Cody a lot. But he was selling, like, he was taking bumps and spots here. So, um, yeah, congratulations. That was a fantastic ladder match, like, of course, then. Um, the cutter from the ladder, like jumping from the rope on the ladder onto the next ladder, like cutting um, Cody down and like crossroads from the ladder. Like it was really fun. Um, yeah, great, 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 great ladder match by Sandy Guevara and also by Cody Rhodes, of course. So um, yeah, we have to give Cody Rhodes some props here. Um, he was selling very, very, very well. And I did enjoy this quite a lot, to be honest. Uh, we then had the two-on-one match, uh, Wardlow versus some jobbers. Wardlow ran through them, of course, whatever. Um, no story, I was just, just showing that Wardlow is like the machine and that's when, when he's going to turn on MJF and it's going to be fun, of course. And um, then we had the trios match, <laughs> trios, in a circle, the demo got Chris Jericho, Santana and Ortiz versus 2.0, Jeff Parker, Matt Lee and Daniel Garcia, of course. And uh, Santana and Ortiz were not happy campers with um, Jericho, of course, the tension before they're like, we don't need you, man, we can do this by ourselves. But eventually Jericho assisted, he was on the outside, they wouldn't take him in, he was like down from the ring and then would just add the Judas effect, um, I think, on Jeff Parker uh, as he ran through the ropes and then Jeff Parker falls, back, falls backwards and then I think Santana or Ortiz um, pick up the victory. So that's going to be... That's an interesting story. What's going to happen now with the inner circle? Are Santana and Ortiz uh, turning on Jericho? Then who's Jericho going to team with to take on Santana and Ortiz? This is going to be uh, interesting. So I like that. Um, then we had CM Punk out there. And he said, I'm dressed to fight with MJF's scarf. And MJF comes out, has his own scarf. But MJF runs down the crowd and so on. He's fantastic on the mic. Seriously, by now, much better than uh, CM Punk. Because CM Punk is getting a bit stale. Not super boring, but a bit stale by now. Because it's like doing the same things over and over again. Um, but yeah, so the story is that they're going to fight next week in Chicago. And then, of course, they eventually they attacked CM Punk and beat him down. So that's why MJF feels comfortable that he can take him on in Chicago. Chicago. Um, what else do we have? We had um, Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. And I like Red Velvet a lot. Um, but sometimes they make her do stupid things like, I mean, they tell her to do stupid things, but um, I really like Red Velvet's style, like fast-paced, she's like fit, like fast and so on, so I like this a lot. I'm not a big fan of Layla Hirsch, to be honest, while she hits the moves quite well, but sometimes she's just slowing it too much down, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun for what it was. And then, of course, Layla Hirsch then contacting to uh, continue to attack uh, Red Velvet and, until Chris Deadliner comes down. So, because uh, she's friends with Red Velvet. So, that's, yeah, interesting also to see, like, just what's, what's going to happen next. Um, also, of course, the win came by holding the, the, the ties uh, by, by um, Layla Hirsch. Yeah, but it, it never goes really anywhere. That's a problem with the women's division a little bit, even though they do have the skills, of course. I would have the skills, some of them, most of them. Um, then Sammy Guevara comes out, has like the, the cards again, says like how awesome everything is and so on. Yeah, nice. Then Britt Baker's out there, TMD, um, just running everybody dancing like she's still the number one. Then Nyla Rose comes out and says um, she wants Ruby Soho next. 
and uh, really don't let Nadal speak ever again. Um, then we had the unsanctioned lights out match between Adam Cole, baby, versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. It was great. It was, it was a fantastic match. And of course, also the best surprise, like when Adam Cole wants to pull a chair out under the, you've heard this by now, under the, the ring. And he has tried a problem with the chin and he pulls it out. And at the end of the chair is that Danhausen. So that Danhausen is all elite. Who doesn't love that Danhausen? Very good. Very evil. Um, so yeah, great, great. Uh, also to introduce Danhausen, like and then he just wanders around, like just Danhausen style, fantastic. Um, so that, that's cool. Um, then of course Orange Cassidy showing that he's that he's got like this this fire burning, and then the, of course in the end they, they jump from like some structure, like jump. Orange Cassidy hugs Adam Cole and just throws him down uh, with him together through whatever that was, like on the stage. Um, and then gets the victory, of course. Fantastic. Um, great match. Storytelling, also good. Like this back and forth. And then like in, in the end with the hack and then like with throwing him down. Um, and then like we started with the, the, the thumbs up, the Orange Cassidy thumbs up, of course. That was fun. That's not going to be over, of course. Um, and there were too many people involved with the best friends. And then, of course, like Kyle Riley and so on. But that's going to continue, I, I believe. But it was a fun match. Um, you don't get that much out of it storytelling-wise because they're probably going to stay intertwined somehow, but it was just fun to watch. And yeah, one old now for the best friends. And then Rampage, of course, continues with the, with the beach break. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it wasn't that exciting because, I mean, it was like, for example, John Moxley returns, uh, returned to the ring against Anthony Bounds. Uh, Bounds, Bones, sorry, German, you know, not an ape speaker. Um, it was just there was just more John Moxley style, so that 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 was that was fun and it fits. And I mean now of course Moxley is back in the mix and just want to climb the ladder again, of course. So that that was that was fun. Um, he was very intense. The ref had to, to warn him a few times and so on. So that that was that was fun. Um, of course, John Moxley takes the victory. Then we had also Brian Anderson, of course, watching uh, from the back, of course. Then we had <laughs> Andrade Elidolo uh, approaching Darby and with his business proposal. <laughs> it was just fantastic. Um, then we had FTR versus Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson. And yeah, you of course know how this went. Um, this just also keeps showing, though, that, of course, A, they can hang out to some extent, but also that FTR is... FTR and that they should be in the mix with anything else, of course. Uh, like, I mean, anything else, I mean, championships and so on, like that they, of course, can handle their business. Then eventually, um, we had a TBS Women's Championship, Julia Hart with a Jade Cargill, and of course, you would know how this is going to end, of course. Um, a Jade Cargill, of course. Julia Hart did sh show something, um, but... I mean, the way they portray Jake Hartley is just like, she's like a, that super, but super mega. And she's, I mean, she looks the, the way, like she looks strong and stuff, but it's just not, it's just, she's just not that great of a performer just yet. I'm sorry. Um, story here, Jake Hartley was unbeatable. That, that's all that gets, that we get out of it. Then we had the AW Tag Team Championship Private Party versus Jurassic Express. And of course, still Jurassic Express. That was fun. The Private Party. It's good because they, I think they, 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 they level up to what they have to show to their opponents and sometimes they level down, unfortunately. But 
this was definitely um, a nice showing for the private for private party, of course, um, also with the gun club watching, of course, and then attacking later on. So the story here is easy, and sometimes just go with the easy stories. Have one faction attack the other faction, and like, okay, they're gonna fight. So now it's gonna be gun club versus Jurassic Express. No problem there. As long as the matches are fun, it take sometimes taking the easy route is not a big problem. Of course, this week has been all in the shadow of the Royal Rumble, so obviously still AW Beach Break uh, was fun, especially Sammy Guevara was fun, of course. Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes was just awesome. And it's nice to see John Moxley back in action uh, as well, of course. And Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole also was just fun to watch. Let's see um, if I'm right with the stories that I predicted that come out of all, all the events, and let's see what's going to happen this coming week with AW and, of course, also with WWE. Until then, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to this podcast, um, rate it if you're listening, rate it, um, give it a thumbs up on YouTube or rate it because then more people can find us and then we can have bigger, better discussions. Uh, until then, stay safe, take care. Don't forget to always kick out a two. Sorry, Cap. I'm not